was wondering what this sound was the other day. I was like, what is this countdown thing? Like, no one's talking. It does like this. Tick tock, tick tock. Really? Yeah, I'm like, what? How do you turn that off? You know? I don't like this. But anyway, we, uh, we're live, dude. We are live. All right, guys. Uh, we're here. It's another episode of the Love of the Hunt podcast. Bradley is in Kansas hunting with Sherry. So it, you got Tim and Brady today bringing uh, you the podcast. So what's up, Brady? Yo. Wait, so this is Love of the Hunt podcast. This is Love of the Hunt podcast. Oh, boy. Taking Brad's spot. Yeah. That's why I'm in his going to spill seat. my coffee bouncing on the seat. Whoops. <laughs> got excited. Can't help it. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Brad Brad and Sherry left for Kansas. Did they leave Friday night or Saturday? Oh, they are supposed to leave Friday night. They didn't leave till Saturday about, like, 1 o'clock. P.M.? Or a.m. P.M. P.M. PM. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They're here yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no clue. Uh, I just heard from Brad today. He said it's about 18 degrees there. It's snowing too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that they saw some coyotes yesterday and I think some turkeys and some does. I don't know if they saw any bucks or not. Can't remember uh, if he said that. that I heard, no. Yeah. But he said they're having fun. Staying jerks, trying to stay warm. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's coming here and right in time for you guys to leave. Because yeah, and then we go there and it's gonna be warm as ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna miss all this cold. Maybe this cold will get them kicked off in the rut, and Brad will come home and they'll be rutting out there and we'll have some fun. Yeah, the big boys will be out to play then. Oh, they, yeah. They're getting the young young dogs. Yeah, well, uh, there's some big boys yeah. out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, cool, man. So you're heading out. Right in time for the PA route to kick off, so I'm excited for that. Um, yep, I get to miss that. Yeah. What? Uh, how'd your How's your season going so far? N- not Not the best, you know. Honestly, um, I did get a doe, which was a couple weeks ago. That yeah. was fun. Yeah, it was. Um, I got that one on camera, and other than that night, I have not really seen any deer. And uh, it's just been slow. And I found out there's been a lot of people uh, coming onto our property, and they are not really allowed to be. So that kind of like put a little damper on like how deer movement works. Because I had everything figured out. They're supposed to come from bedding area to the feeding, and I was just in between a little bit closer toward feeding, and found out that uh, these people not gonna say who they are but uh <laughs> probably a good they, thing yeah they um they're all hunting with crossbows walking around and basically pushing woods mm-hmm. in their bedding area so they just ruined everything driving deer yeah yeah driving deer with bows there's nothing better right yeah. Flinging arrows when they're running um probably, probably similar to pushing deer with a flintlock yeah, I mean, you might have a better chance with a flintlock. Yeah. Because you hit a twig with a flintlock, it'll still yeah. keep going. Right. Arrow will fling a different direction. But other than that, once we figured that out and got them off the property, um, deer moving again back into the area, I found a few brutes of a buck. I mean, it's making me debate whether I even want to go to Kansas or not because yeah. these, these three bucks are absolutely giant. But, um, PA, PA Giants. PA Giants. That's the one you showed me the video of? That, the, the small one. one. Yeah, the small one. The small yeah. one. Yeah, PA, PA Big Bucks. Yeah, there is a such thing. It's not like 
they're here listening it, it's pa you're like oh you see this little buck you shoot it because neighbor might shoot it and there's nothing bigger out there no there are really really big ones out there you just gotta go it's a sleeper state dude yeah they're here they're here and uh giants i found them found their home found where they're coming from i was waiting for the rut hopefully the rut was going to kick in this week but it's looking like it's going to kick in after this week because we got this cold front coming in saturday Mm -hmm. and i'm going to miss it but i'm just hoping that friday he makes a stupid mistake and i can get out there and hunt him yeah we might leave friday yeah so yeah if not i'm out there i'm getting (laughs) yeah i would dude if you if you're here every the office is closed on friday did you hear no rotation oh okay (laughs) if office is closed see if the boss is gonna hear this i might uh hit some warning hunts too (laughs) we'll we'll see if we'll see if the boss is uh is gonna listen to this podcast and i'll see what he says rotation baby uh they don't have good wi-fi out there don't worry about it (laughs) um but yeah for for my season that's about it i mean chasing a big buck right now or a couple big bucks but haven't really seen the activity um i did actually one day it was actually last weekend had a couple does come in and a decent eight point i mean i hate passing on things that normally i would shoot but i don't know if i would shoot this eight point he was a nice rack but he just looked young Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't pass my mind that he was a descendant of these big ones that Mm -hmm. i'm seeing so if he could be anything like them, I definitely want to give him a couple more years because he could be a 160s, 170s deer sure. running around. And talking to a friend of mine, he is saying, like, oh, you get eight point in the 150s or 60s, you're talking something huge. And you see an eight point in the 180s, that's something you can't even imagine. Well, I showed him that video, and he's seen it, and he goes, you'd be surprised. That thing might be up there 170. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, like this buck's a little bigger than I thought. Yeah, but yeah, so we're just gonna, you know, try to hunt this week hard in the afternoons, definitely, and hopefully get a little bit of rut action. Yeah, what'd you call it, rutcation? Yeah, Friday the rutcation starts. The rut action. Bradley, <laughs> please approve. Yeah, um, one day. I just gonna, need one day. We're just gonna say this is a sign off since he. I'll just sign it for him. Cause yeah, you will not. Brady, Brady just signed the papers. Um, Rockations Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah, Friday and Saturday should be killer here. Big, big front coming through on Thursday. All day rain. Temperature plummets to about thirty degrees, and uh, get for a high Friday, of 40. yeah, it's gonna be sick. I can't believe I'm missing this. I'm but to, I can't believe it because yeah. I mean I get to go to yeah, another you're going place. To Kansas, it's be dude. Awesome. You're going to Kansas, which is cool. It's you know the truth of it is as long as you're out there hunting, yeah, there's great. nothing better, dude. <laughs> you know Saturday I sat all day long, didn't see a single deer all day, not even a squirrel, not a bird. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm not exaggerating. I saw nothing, and in the morning it was just foggy. You couldn't see thirty yards. So like, my well, is kind of crappy. Afternoon, I get in. Maybe two o'clock starts raining. I'm like, okay, it's just like a light rain, not quite a sprinkle. It's a little more than that, but then it starts coming down harder and harder and harder. By three thirty, four o'clock, 
I'm getting soaked. It's just coming down. I'm sitting in a tree like I'm not dressed for this. The only thing I have is my camera that has a plastic bag on it because I was preparing for a little bit of rain. I sat there till dark and just froze my butt off. And when I got back in the truck, like most people were like, oh, that was such a crappy hunt. Like I'm just, I'm wet and froze. I shouldn't even went out. Like I couldn't have been happier going out. Like at least I went. Like, Are I you ready for the next go. one? Yeah. Now, would I purposely do it again? Hmm. Maybe not, but I don't know. We, I mean, you never know, dude. You never know when the deer are going to move. Yep. Well, but. if the rain, you know, that's the that's the game you play with the rain. You know, if it if you're out there, you know, and the, you know, there different people say different things, but as soon as that rain stops or slows down, the the deer the deer seem to be kicking around. Yeah, that's so, what I was hoping for. I was hoping that rain coming out the feed. Down. You know, because it rained. You know, it was it was pouring, it was dumping. Yeah, it never slowed down at mm-hmm. all. By the way, it just it got worse until the next morning, then mm-hmm. it stopped. Yeah, but you just never know. If you get that little break, could be the uh, the five seconds you need to whack and stack. Five seconds, oh boy, really put me under a time constraint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, man. So what what uh, what else is going on? You got a you got a new bow. I did. Yeah. It's awesome. So. What is it? Got the new PSE Evo 35 NXT LD. The LD's long draw. So I didn't think I was getting this bow yet. I thought I was going to have to shoot the 33 because I really like my longer axle to axle. And the reason I didn't think I was getting it is because they're saying 80 pounds is back ordered and wouldn't be able to get it in. Well, they pulled through sent us the bows and boom got my 80 pound 35 nxd and i could not be happier pulled it back and it felt like it was like 70 75 i'm like all right like maybe it's not quite 80 pounds pulled it back with a scale 83 pounds like oh boy okay so this thing's just a smooth drawn bow turned it up it was great (laughs) i i spent the first day in the shop setting it up tuning it had some trouble tuning it at first i i was just tired it was probably midnight one in the morning i was still doing this so and you, and you were pulling 80 pounds yeah so i was <laughs> my whole i was just mentally tired like i definitely needed sleep this was a weekday mm-hmm. so i'm like i should go to sleep get go to work in the morning next day i go in feeling fresh feeling great shoot bullet holes all day long F- feeling froggy feeling froggy ribbit ribbit <laughs> um but now it, it felt it was shooting good uh got my sight my uh so i'm shooting a viper sight it's a new one so i can't really say what it is but it's pretty cool it's a five pin and um i got my 20 and 30 set the first day like okay i got these done now we got to like start backing up getting the pins really settled in well, luckily here at work, we have a huge morel uh, range bale. Mm-hmm. And this thing's like four foot by four foot. And we put it down the end of our warehouse. And um, I mean, yeah, you're here, but we get 40 yards indoors, which yeah. is freaking awesome. Can't beat it. And the one day at lunch, we just spent an hour shooting bows. Everybody came out. Sherry came out. Brad came out, you, Mitch, we were all just shooting bows. It was really fun. 
and uh, got my sights dialed in from 20, 30, and 40. And I usually go 50 and 60 and then put a tape on from 60 to 100. So after work that day, or it might have been a couple days later, um, Brad was shooting, so I went outside and shot and put a different, uh, put a yellow jacket out there. And I kept going back with my 50, 60, and then I went from 60 and put a mark on my tape. Mm -hmm. And I jumped back to 80. And I got that dialed in, put a mark on my tape. Jumped back to 100, put a mark on my tape, just so I can get a very accurate tape that makes sure I hit those three points. Mm -hmm. And um, at 100 yards, I was, I was getting fairly tired at first. And I don't know if, like, adrenaline kicked in or what. Like, I just all of a sudden got this energy, like, oh, I can keep shooting my bow 100 more shots. And uh, there's people driving up and down the road looking at me like, what are you doing? They're looking at this target out there. Yeah, la launching <laughs> them from the, the top. Yeah. And I'm shooting these uh, Luminox, too. So, I mean, it's really cool to be able to see my arrows, like, fly through the mm -hmm. air. And I never realized how much drop or rises in those arrows by the time it gets there. And it's actually kind of scary. I mean, I'm talking, like, 15 feet. Mm -hmm. like it, it's rising bombs. and dropping down there. Yeah. But that bow held so steady, so like I could hold it forever. I have a 70, 70 or seventy five percent let off. Um, it's a different module for it because mm -hmm. they normally go 80, 85, 90. But um, I like holding a little more weight, and it just just sat there perfect. And the wind, it was a little windy at first, and then it kind of like died down. So I, it was windy when I was up close, and as I got further back, just died and got real still, and I could really dial in those pins and. I don't know. I, I'm ready. I got my tape on. I'm ready to go. Ready, ready to again. shoot some squirrels at like 400 yards. Let's get this. <laughs> Big old squirrels. I'm not talking these little rinky-dinky red squirrels or gray squirrels that we have here in Pennsylvania. I'm talking about these fox squirrels that weigh like 80 pounds that run around in Kansas. I'm so ready. I think I'm more ready for a squirrel than I am a buck. Nice. That'll be fun. <laughs> can cooker meal, man. There it is. That's yeah, can, can cooker squirrel, baby. Uh, so let's walk through the rest of your setup, dude. Um, what arrows are you shooting? I'm shooting gold tip, uh, Pierce Platinum 300s. Um, I probably should be shooting a 250 spine because mm -hmm. um, I do shoot full-length arrows because my draw length is fairly long. Um, but they do shoot well right now. They're a skinnier arrow. They're those micro diameter, but they have an outsert to fit normal uh, field tips and broadheads. And I couldn't be happier. It's very heavy. It's, let's see, after my entire setup with a, I have an adapter for my uh, Luminox, then my Luminox, 125 grain tip. Um, Do you have some more weight up front? I Well, just the, in, or the outsert just that the comes outsert. with it. There's an insert and then a brass outsert. Yep. Um, I have tack veins, which they're a little more heavy duty, mm -hmm. but I like that because it's, they fly way more stable mm -hmm. and honestly adds that weight that I want so after all that I have about 555 grains of arrow which is way more than anyone needs to to kill a deer it's like you're going elk hunting yeah I honestly feel like I'm going for Cape Buffalo well <laughs> you're hunting Kansas Giants so yeah I mean, those <laughs> things are nothing to mess around with you need yeah you hit one of those shoulders you might as well shoot an elk in the shoulder yeah but 
Yes, I have 555 grain arrow. Uh, shooting lights out? Shooting lights out. I mean, right where I want them. And you're, uh, you're running a front bar and back bar from Viper 2? Yes, I am. I, uh, normally I go with a shorter set, but I found this 14-inch mm-hmm. front bar and a, I believe it's a, I gotta measure it. I don't even remember. I think it's a 8-inch back bar. I thought it was longer than that. I thought it was a 10. Could be wrong. It could be a 10, honestly. It very well could be a 10-inch back bar. But, um, yeah, I'm running that because, uh, with everything on the right side of my bow, and if I do shoot with a quiver on, I definitely want some counterweight on the left side. But the way my bow balances in my hand, it naturally cants to the right real far. So I put that right or that uh, back bar on to really bring it down and more level. And then um, the the sight I have actually with the stabilizer, I believe I have like four ounces in the front and like fifteen in the back. So I got a whole pound on the back of my stabilizer, but I, it's just the way it shoots and the way it balances. Um, you guys are eating your nuts. But uh, I was wondering, I thought I heard some ducks quacking. I was like, what's going on? Phone's ringing right now. But rookie. Yeah, I know. I'm a rookie. I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and I'm running the, the front back bar and the uh, quick disconnect from Viper 2. Um, we're actually coming out with a new front back bar and before it was just smooth you just tighten it down and you can adjust like the angle by loosening a screw and then mm-hmm. clamp it down real hard and then it should stay there but people have issues with bumping it or getting it caught on something and it loosens the screw or just pulls your back bar completely let's say 90 degrees to your bow mm-hmm. well then you just lost your location so we actually decided to add uh, teeth into our uh, front rear mount, and that way you can increment where you want your bar to be, and it increments every five degrees. So it's pretty cool. Um, it locks in tight, and once it's locked in, it is not coming loose, no matter how much you torque on it. And I, when we were machining it, we <laughs> put it in a vise and put a stabilizer on it, and we were pulling as hard as we could and we started cracking our stabilizer before the front rear mount came loose nice so that, that was pretty cool and yeah, those uh will be available soon ish very soon yeah, actually this week soon ish we're hoping to yeah we got to get them in and qc everything and yep and uh get some pictures and some videos done and then they'll be ready to rock it's yeah. the fun part about hunting and manufacturing it's uh it's not all not all glory, but uh, it is fun most of the time. So oh, it's always fun. We, we love what we do. Love what we do. Um, cool, dude. And then you're shooting the uh, True Ball Execute, eh? Yeah. Um, so to round it out. What's that? To round out your setup. Yeah. The release I, is as important as everything else. It is, and I found, I found that uh, releases really really affect more than you think especially when it comes to double caliper single caliper hook it's really what you're used to and what you can stay consistent with but i've found um, these competition grade releases uh, for me at least because they're designed to put less torque on your strings and to have less uh, drag when your string is leaving your release so before i used to use another uh 
release. It was a good one. I loved it. Um, what were you using but it before? I used a uh, Scott Mongoose, That's and I right. loved that thing. It was great. But as I started getting more and more serious about it, it wasn't as – I mean, they make some very high-end releases too. But it was getting caught on my D-loop just a little bit, and I could feel it kind of like tug. So I switched to um, the Trueball 10X, which was their competition release a couple years ago. And it was a hook style release. I've never used a hook style. And it was a little different for me. And I liked it. It shot very well. Uh, it's very accurate. You have to click it to lock it. And when you pull the trigger, um, you can set your tension, set the travel. And just about everything on it was adjustable. And you'd always hear that snap like of the release like opening. And I always thought, like, oh, that's going to scare a deer. Well, deer's not going to hear that anymore. It's going to hear your bow. Um, so I shot that for a while and I wanted to go back to a, uh, a single caliper release because that hook, it was great for target, but for getting it on when a deer's coming and my heart's racing, I want something that's going to clamp on. And if my hand moves, it's not going to just fall off. Yeah. So I, I went with the, uh, the execute and that thing shoots so great. Like probably the best shooting release I've ever had. Nice. It's very heavy too, so people like get a brass uh, back tension release because it's that weight mm -hmm. in their hand. Well, this is, I believe, a brass uh, trigger release, yeah. and it's just uh, it's coated with like a silver coating on it. But it is heavy, and you just get that follow through, and it's it's a great release. I like it a lot. Sweet dude. So what else do I have on my my bow? I gotta think. I don't think anything. No, I think oh, I got some Bojacks. Got some purple Bojacks. Purple Bojacks. Oh, I love my Bojacks. I, uh, <laughs> I told John, he was like, what kind of fletchings do you want? And I was like, surprise me. So oh, who knows what's going uh, to be on there. You're going to uh, end up getting feathers. I hope not. Real feathers. I mean, that's all, I mean, if, if I get real feathers on there, I'll shoot them. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so... Well, right now I'll go through my yeah, my setup here. Setup. Right, well, right now until until the new bow gets finished, set you know set up, I'm shooting the Drive Three B from PSE. Uh, just sixty pound bow. Uh, it's a budget bow from them, and I went uh, with a simple stabilizer, just an eight inch uh, Viper Hunter stabilizer, and um, the fixed plate Microtune from Viper five pin uh, for the sight. And a uh, pretty pretty simple, pretty basic. I went with the John Dudley approach of of uh, just going simple because I had I had uh, a fourteen and a ten on there, and I loved absolutely loved the way that that felt. You know, shooting that because that's I think the three B is a twenty nine and three quarter inch axle on axle, so it's a little short. Um, and I was shooting lights out with that that front rear bar. But I found that, you know, trying to pack a stand in or, you know, go in and, like, hang and hunt, it's a little cumbersome to have a, a long bar if I want to be loaded walking in, cause, you, know, you know, in daylight, yeah. of course. But so I went with a simple, simple approach for hunting. And then as soon as uh, indoor season comes back around, I'll be throwing the front and rear rear bar on. Uh, but with, and I shoot the... Um, the 
hot shot X spot with that bow, the handheld release. Uh, do you need to take that? I do not. <laughs> is she is she locked out? Yeah, uh, maybe actually. Oh shoot! Go ahead, keep talking. All right. I'll, I'll um, so Brady might have to step out here for a sec. Uh, but anyway, with the new setup, we have the um. I'm shooting the 33-inch, the new 33-inch from PSC, the Evo NXT 33-inch, and uh, um, you all right? Yeah, that was quick. Okay. Uh, the the 33-inch, and I'm throwing the uh, another 8-inch Viper on there, uh, on the front bar, and uh, what else am I putting on the dovetail? Dovetail microtune on this one. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot the dove. Yeah, you are. The dovetail microtune, um, with a. What am I? I'm gonna show. I'm gonna change up releases actually on that bow. I'm gonna shoot a trophy or a yeah Cobra trophy wrist release. Okay. It's a single caliper. Mm-hmm. Um, just to try something new, and uh, I love the hot shot X-Bot, but it's. I'm preparing for uh, some cold sits in Ohio. And uh, that, you know, gets pretty cold. Oh, yeah. So. All metal release. Yeah. Touching with your hands. Cool. So, um, and bo- both of the bows, I'm shooting the uh, Gold Tip Hunter XTs. Uh, for this for this bow, it's a 70-pound, the new PSE. I'm going to shoot the 340 spine with 125 grain Spectre broadheads. Yeah, we forgot yes. to mention that. Yeah, yeah. we did. One, 125ers. We're going to. 125s, they're. Hopefully send a few. Two and a quarter inch cut. I mean, that's that's heck of a cut no matter. I mean, you can go to stores, and I've seen in Walmart, some broadhead was a three inch cut, but it was a 150 grain broadhead. Yeah. But it was like. A 150 at Walmart? Yeah. It was for crossbows. Yeah. Excalibur, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It it was cool. I mean, you can get all kinds of sizes of broadheads, and I've seen them up to like three and a half inches, which. To well, me, it's just a little unreal because it's it was a pretty flat cutting broadhead. What about those turkey heads? Those ones that are like the uh, my turkey the wood no the <laughs> oh, those, the windmill or whatever yeah. like with the three wires or yeah know. no I think those are cool <laughs> I like that you I just, can't believe guys can get those to fly. You can get them to fly for a certain distance, and I got it to fly like forty yards, and it shot great. And then after that, you know. Flying in like in a big curly queue in there. What, it's like okay. What do you? How do you? How do you sight that in? What do you shoot it at? Um, I uh, usually good. sacrifice one. Like a I, marshmallow? No. Well, what happens to the target? It, it takes a beating. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a pretty good beating. Send it right, cut right through it. Yeah. And then after, but it, after time, it actually gets caught in the middle of the target. So I might break a blade or something off of mm. it. But uh. That's uh, you just sacrifice one just to see if it's real, and then after that you just gotta trust that mm-hmm. they're gonna fly the same for a certain distance, and that's it. But um, yeah, these these Spectre broadheads, one twenty fives or two and a quarter, and the hundreds are two inch cut, very steep angle. I mean, they we've had a few kills with them this year. We had mm-hmm. uh, a couple buddies and uh, staffs you. shoot. Yeah, me, mm-hmm. I shot my doe with it. Um, they shot them at all, all different kinds of distance. Yeah. We're talking anything from 10 yards to 70 yards, basically, and everybody's had good luck with them. Uh, we've only had one miss, 
and that arrow was apparently never found until yesterday. We got <laughs> Over the email. Week, or, <laughs> that was last week. My, my cousin found it. Oh, your Pretty, cousin found yeah, it? Yeah, my cousin found it. So, However, how you know, I don't need some connection there yeah. to that. They were going to track a deer, and uh, they found Cody's arrow, or Caleb's yeah, arrow. Caleb's arrow, yeah. I, I was talking to Caleb, and <laughs> he was like, hey, can I, can I shoot one of these broadheads? I'm like, yeah, you can shoot one of them. So he got a 100-grain broadhead, and I was like, here's one. I mean, we're running low, so I'm just like, just try this one out and, you know, shoot doe, shoot buck, whatever you can. That night, he texted me, shot at a doe. I was like, oh, good, did you hit it? Going to check now. I said, all right, gave it a little bit. Hey, did you find that doe? He goes, no, I missed. I was like, oh, well, how'd the broadhead hold up? Because where he was, it's pretty rocky in the woods, mm-hmm. and I'm like, he might have hit like a, a rock or something hard. I mean, he might need a new tip or something. And he goes, never found the arrow. I'm like, well, cool. Go, go back. <laughs> like, go back and find it. So he went back, I guess, three different days to try to find his arrow, and he never found it. So Tim's over here. He's telling me about his cousin who shoots his buck, and they're going to track it the day later. And magically, this arrow appears, and he said, oh, Cody must have missed it. I was like, no, that was Caleb. He missed it. He yep. found his arrow. So I told Caleb, I was like, hey, did you ever find your arrow? He goes, no, buddy. I missed I, I can't find it. I was like, don't worry. It's found. He goes, really? How do you know? I was like, well, I, but or someone we know found your arrow. And it can only be your arrow because you're the only one that missed in that area mm-hmm. with a Spectre broadhead. He goes, oh, cool. Where was it found at? And I really fought the urge to tell him probably where you missed the doe. <laughs> I really wanted to yeah. tell him that, but I didn't. And I actually don't even think I answered to it. But, yeah, I, I still don't know how that tip holed up. Or how yeah. Well, I could just ask my cousin. He might still have it. Yeah, or he know. may have given it, actually, to, to Cody's Cody. dad. To his dad, because that's who shot the deer. And, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah I, was, was... I was showing him. I was like, check out these heads. And he's like, yeah, I've seen them before. And I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I found one. It's like, it's the only one with magnetic blades. See, the most, <laughs> most interesting thing that I found with this whole broad egg company stuff, and I just think it was, I don't know, to me, it just blew my mind. Because we didn't, we, don't, we didn't have much this year to sell. We, we went out fast, and mm-hmm. we, we couldn't get any more out. So we're manufacturing now to catch up. And, yeah, uh, and for next year. Extra for next year. Yeah. So my uncle came up from Georgia, and he's like, hey, uh, a buddy of mine down there shot a deer with your with your broadhead like there's no way like we didn't we didn't sell to anyone down there well i forgot we like some uh, distributors have it and uh stores and mm-hmm. stuff that sell online totally like went over my head never even thought of that and i was like well how how did he get it he goes i don't know but i asked to make sure it was yours he showed him the logo of the brand and he said yeah that's the logo i have a pack of it and uh, he showed him the picture, and he shot a buck with a uh, hundred grain uh, Spectre broadhead out of a crossbow. Oh, cool! And I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "That's that's kind of cool." Yeah. When did and, you get that picture? Yeah, I know. I'm, I've been trying to, and he keeps forgetting. He's, he's not too uh, phone savvy, I don't think. No. So <laughs> well, he keeps forgetting the. Just get the number for the guy. We'll call him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I can hey, do that. hey, what's your buddy's number? I got. <laughs> I got to call. Want to see this buck? But I just thought that was interesting that somebody all the way down in Georgia that was friends with my uncle, I have no idea who mm-hmm. these people are, has 
our product and was successful already. And their season probably started like a month ago. Yeah. So I just thought that was really cool. So cool, dude. Now, what size pins are you using on your uh, site? 15s. 15s? On both, yeah. Why 15? To me, it's the brightest. Or it's it's not the brightest. It's the it, it's a combination of bright and crisp. Okay. So there's not, you know, when you there's get bigger burst. than that, there's there's always going to be starburst. So shooting the 15s. Um, 10s are just a little too little too dark for for my eyes. Um, you know, if I want to put a light on, I can put a light on. Um, but I also opened up with the with the new bow. I'm putting a bigger peep on just okay. for those dark. It seems any everywhere I'm hunting this year is dark. Thick timber. Yeah, it's just dark, dude. The first the first sit I had, I I was in a blind, and it was like. 5 30 and dark in the blind i was like you gotta be kidding me you know i was like i, I just sat there you know until dark so <laughs> i couldn't you know you can't do anything i didn't have a light with me, a sight light with me mm-hmm. or i would or i would have lit it up there's just zero light in the yeah for any gathering you can't gather if That's there's true. no light so it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter how good your fibers are yeah if, if there's, there's no, no light, light you're not gonna <laughs> I, I did notice that with when i shot my doe i i think i could barely see my pins mm-hmm but I pretty much silhouetted my pin. Yeah. I was like, well, here's the end of it, so I could put that right on where I want to right. aim. But I do. I shoot ten thousands. Yeah. And for no other reason other than the further out you get, it covers more and more of your target. So I want that really small pin to cover up the least amount of my target, so I can like pinpoint exactly right. where I want to aim. And I was actually talking to Mitch yesterday. He was shooting. He was struggling. Uh, seeing his the dot that he was shooting and he has fifteen thousand pins and he's like i i love them because i can see them and they're bright but they cover up my target i'm like well that's kind of the trade-off you gotta right. figure out what you want i mean up close 20 and 30 yards it's not a problem but 40 50 60 mm-hmm. 90 whatever it's it's really going to start covering your target so i mean that's, that's up to him to decide but yeah, he was having trouble seeing his target because yeah. of the bigger pin, but he didn't want to lose brightness because when it's low light, like you said, yeah, you, you kind of need you it. Start losing it bad. Yeah, that's why I like the 15. It's a good mix. You know, it's mm-hmm. not as big as the 19, not as small as the 10, and it's super really? crisp. Wait, let me right. check that. Right, right, right. Yep, you're right. Yeah, 15's yeah. not run, as big as run your 19 is. You have to run your caliper on that. <laughs> let's dial it to 19 okay that's the widest um yeah man so I'm trying to think of what else what else i want to talk about so you have kansas coming up let's talk about upcoming hunts kansas coming up you're going you're leaving hopefully friday hopefully friday probably not till saturday morning saturday and so you guys are you guys gonna make a one day trip out with pops or my you, plan is a one day trip if you and we Mitch leave are going Saturday morning. We're driving straight through so we can hunt Sunday Sunday morning. How how long is the trip? Is it twenty four hours? No, no, no. It's okay. about sixteen, seventeen hours. Oh oh boy, dude, that's nothing. <laughs> it's it's not twenty four hours. That's nothing. That's nothing. It's amazing that extra five hours, six hours, yeah. whatever so can really sixteen, seventeen hours, you know, leave at five in the morning. Yeah. Pull out. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Exactly. Yeah, get there, get a good night, get a good night's rest. Yeah, get there at like what nine o'clock. Yeah, there you get your stuff organized. There's is that a mosquito in yes, here? Yes, that is. 
How was there? I must have brought it in, dude. Way to go. I know. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna drive out. Hopefully, all in one run. I just think it makes it easier because mm-hmm. then you're not trying to find a hotel somewhere in between where you're not too far and you're getting tired or you're not too like far from your destination mm-hmm. where you got to drive. Oh, I got 10 more hours tomorrow. Like I'd rather just go straight through yep. and get it over with. But uh, yeah, just keep the back seat open for pops to sleep. Oh, that the back seat's open for the. All right, so there's up to bat on deck and in the hole. You're not driving the whole thing? Well, we'll probably rotate. Or whose truck are you taking? Uh, Pops's. Oh, you're taking yeah, Pops's truck? Pops's truck. I'd leave the back seat open, yeah, for sleeping. Yeah, for whoever's in the hole. Although if so, I... Because on deck, you need to get up, get ready, so yeah. you're sitting passenger, keep the driver awake, and then... But really, it should only take, like, I mean, one swap. If you, if if you I leave start, it, then Mitch ends. If you leave at 5 in the morning, dude, that's... That'd be perfect. I would do that. I would just, like, Kay and I would do that, go to Nebraska or whatever, yeah. and we'd just leave early, and I would just drive the whole thing. Just, she, she doesn't like driving. No. So, no. I would just drive. I mean, I like dude, driving. I, I, I don't mind driving yeah. that long, because I did it the last time I was out there. I drove back. Yeah. And it was just me and Ian, and Ian kept asking if he could, like, take a turn. I'm like, no, I'm good. I just, eyes yeah, on dude. the road, but. That's what I do. I like to be in control, driving. I'm not a, I'm not a good passenger. As in, if I did, I sleep if I'm a passenger. Yeah. But if I if I'm, I'd rather drive. Mm-hmm. I'd rather drive. See, I'm a great passenger because I can't sleep, and then oh, that kills me for good. when I do need to drive. Then because then I'm tired and I good don't want to Good co-pilot. Drive. You're a good co-pilot, <laughs> but not a good driver. <laughs> no, I'm a great driver I know, too. Dude, I know. I, I got to figure out when I want to <laughs> drive. Um, but yeah, so we go out there Friday or Saturday, and we'll spend a week or maybe a little week better a than a week days out there maybe it could be at four days yeah if we all tag out tagged out baby but it's this is going to be different so every time i've ever went out there you're looking for big mature bucks and that's about it um so this time we're, we're still looking for big mature bucks but i'm also going to look for management deer so we have a a forky uh oh bradley said they saw forky they saw forky i think so let me check. You said they didn't see any bucks. I forgot about that. Oh, man. So, Forky, if, for everyone listening, Jim. I'll explain this. He, He's just a six-point. Now, the original Forky that I saw the first year everyone out, he was a six-point. He had some junk, like little stickers coming out the base of his antlers. But he is only a six-point that probably, I don't know, you couldn't fit your hands around his antlers. He had so much mass. He was huge. He was the biggest six-point. And he's been my hitless buck. So the first year I went out hunting, I saw probably like Forky's son. Wasn't quite as big. He, he's still, I mean, he was still nice. And I was just about ready to shoot him, but then he went off and chased the doe out. But there's a bad genetic of Forky's running around out there. And if, if I see him, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, manage that and slow it down because we – we don't want a bunch of six points running around and breeding all the does. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. And we're going to do some doe management because the, there's a lot more does out there than there's been the past few years. And the, uh, the ratio is getting a little out of control. And these big does are chasing out their fawns. And sometimes these fawns are uh, double 
bucks, like two button bucks. And when they chase them out, they're out of the area. Well, if we get that big doe, well, those two button bucks are going to stay in that area. And if it's a good genetic, those are going to be two big bucks that can stay there and we can hunt them later on. So, yeah, we're going to try to take a doe out for each person, uh, a nice, either a big mature buck or a nice management buck. And then a ton of squirrels and turkey and pretty much anything else that we can get. Going to have a cooler full of meat. Oh, yeah. We're gonna, so out there, we, we took the OG original Cola Buck Pro. And I did have it here with my deer in it. Um, but they had to take it out because we, we actually sold out of pretty much all of our coolers now we do have some here mm-hmm. ready for to go but we don't want to use those because if we need to sell it then right so we took out the original and that's a big cooler yep and uh and we might be able to fit like three four deer in there at a time with these racks that they have on them there I mean, yeah the antlers really take up a lot of room in those coolers yeah especially when they're kansas giants oh yeah <laughs> but the bodies of them are huge and so we're, we're taking out a bunch of uh chest coolers too and I just don't know if we're going to have enough chest coolers to bring them back. That's what I was thinking about for Ohio, dude. I was like, uh, if I kill a deer, I got like one decent-sized cooler. What am I going to do, you know? Oh, we, you can commandeer another one. Yeah. Um, dude, and if you get done with Kansas, you're going to join us in Ohio. Yeah. If you get done soon enough, join us in Ohio. for uh, We're going to hunt public land out there. And uh, it'll be my third trip out. I went. I didn't go last year, but I went the two years before that. And uh, pretty much, you know, my thoughts. I've I've gotten into more deer each year. I haven't killed anything, uh, but the guys that I go with, the first year I think only one or two killed out of like eight guys, and then uh, maybe it was only one. And then last year, half the guys did. Or two years ago, half the guys did. So everybody's kind of getting more accustomed to that kind of setup and uh, and uh, hunting public land. So you got the added pressure, just trying to figure out a, a big piece of property. Um, so we're uh, we're heading out there on. I'm leaving Tuesday. Uh, I guess it's two weeks from today. Two weeks from today, I'm going out and staying through Saturday. And then coming back. Okay. So, yeah. Pretty excited. Gonna, gonna, I ditched the climber this year. Gonna do a lone wolf hang and hunt. So, uh, my, my strategy, I have some spots that I'd, I'd like, uh, from the past year. So I'm gonna get in there and speed scout those on Tuesday when I get there. It's only like three hours away. Okay. And, uh, I'm gonna speed scout those, see what the sign is like, find some sign. And then uh, I might, depending on what kind of sign I find, I might just scout all day Tuesday, just still hunt and scout, speed scout. Uh, but if I do find good sign, like there's one spot I want to go to, I might just get up in a tree, just set, uh, get set up and uh, and hunt the evening Yeah. there, uh, depending on what the sign is like. The other guys are getting out there on Sunday, I think. Sunday, yeah, Sunday, Sunday to before? Saturday. Yeah, before I get it. So they're starting Sunday. Okay. And... Uh, so yeah, Sunday. This and this is gonna be the 
the deer, you know, should be in full rut then. Yeah. There might be some lockdown, might be some lockdown going on. Uh, but the the last few times we were there, the first year we went, I think we were too late because we went the week after our season ended. Then the second year we went, we went the last week of our season, and everybody pretty much saw bucks, and uh, and then, and I think that it attributed to the more killing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and this year we're going that same week, the last week of the Pennsylvania season. So we gotta we gotta clean up here before we go there. Yeah. Well, I do. You're going to Kansas, but yeah, but I gotta try to fill this tag in before. Before I yeah. leave for Kansas, because if I go out there and then come back and I head straight out to Ohio, then I am missing everything. Yep. And this is these are the last three, last two good weeks of the season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah as soon as Halloween hits, it seems yeah. like the next oh, two you can weeks. Oh, But Thursday, I might be sick. Yeah. yeah. Wink, uh, wink. And you might want a, uh, you might want to take your your tree umbrella. Brad, I, I think I'm sick. <laughs> I got a fuck fever. Yeah. I I take off Friday instead. It's gonna pour all day Thursday, dude. Well, Friday we already have a rutcation. Yeah, rutcation signed, but signed off. That, that's a national. Approved. That's a national holiday. That's a state holiday. Yeah, closing the office. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a it's a cool buck holiday. Yeah, closed. It's, it's mandatory. There's nothing we can do about it. It's already signed. Yep. Yeah. Red ink. It can't Red can't ink. be changed. Yeah. Um, but it. Dude, I don't know how long we've been going. Probably close to like an, an hour. hour yeah. Should we uh, should we wrap it up and if we can squeeze in another one or something before you go to Kansas, maybe we can do a like a I don't know equipment stuff. Like yeah, that, something like that. Yeah. Taken, yeah. Sense, whatever. Yeah, yeah we can cut that. We can cut this one off. If, unless you got anything else to say. Shibby. 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 Oh man, I just got a text from uh, from Jimmy Filler. He killed a deer. He calls the moose buck. No. So yep. Let's see it. You get it. Get a picture. Not yet. He tried calling me a little bit ago, so I might have to go take some pictures for, oh, for Love of the Hunt. So, well, uh, one of the the pro staffers for Love of the Hunt just over over in uh, Punxsutawney shot a. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not allowed to tell. Well, Punxsutawney, it's a general ah, that's area. That's a big area. General big area. area. <laughs> just texted us said he shot a buck so um on film too probably jimmy's pretty good at that so maybe it was with uh wiener outfitters <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a little so weird. we'll say we'll save the wiener outfitters for another day um but anyway guys uh brady got anything else i do not no, no. shibby 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 all right guys and just uh remember all the talk about you know big kansas bucks we go to when I go to Ohio. Pretty much anything that gets me excited, I'm gonna lay it down because it's not about the length of the, of the beard or the size of the rack. It's about the love of the hunt. Yes, it is. All right, we will catch you guys later. Peace. <laughs>